All right. So welcome to Private Hot Mamacita Summer. I've decided to name this episode that because that's exactly the kind of summer I truly wanted to have. The kind of summer where I could later brag to uh, with my close personal friends, but also share with everybody here today. Um, I didn't realize how badly I needed to disconnect from social media and from people in general until one day I was walking into a Publix. It was right after uh, Roe versus Wade was um, overturned. And it was like the following day. And I walk into Publix and there are these four teenage boys with a booth for, I think it was like for like an animal shelter or something. And the teenage kid looked at me and he's like, uh, excuse me, ma'am, uh, would you like to donate uh, to the to the shelter of, of badly beaten dogs and cats? And, and, and usually, usually I would be like, absolutely, like here's like $5. But when that kid asked me for that money during that moment, I turned around and I said to a, to a complete stranger, looked at him dead in the face and I go, I am not helping anyone that's not helping any women in this country. And if you can't figure that out, that is not my problem. And that's when I realized I needed a complete and total utter break from anything that had to do with other human beings did not, that did not carry my DNA. Um, and a lot of it had to do because I was coping with uh, being a caregiver. I always had this perception in my mind that being a caregiver meant you have to live with this person. You have to, they live in your house, you're feeding them, you're bathing them. And I had my friend uh, Raquel point out to me, no, 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 what you're doing is caregiving. You're, you're going to your mom's doctor's appointments. You're taking her to chemo. You're taking on that emotional responsibility that nobody else is taking on that automatically makes you a caregiver. And I found myself very um, kind of lost in the thick of it and not, not really understanding what my role was going to be. And also not really understanding how to handle these angry emotions. There are days where meditation, before I learned how to meditate, where I was like, what is it? I'm going to fall asleep. Like, I can do that easily. Just put on a, you know, a Star Wars movie. And although I love Star Wars, like that usually knocks me out for the night. And I, I started reading that there is a difference between there's different kinds of meditation out there. And I learned about intentional meditation and intentional meditation is just literally sitting in peace for like three minutes asking, you know, God or the universe or whatever it is that you believe in for peace and to get rid of the anger and the hate in your heart and push that out. I would do that every morning for like, not every morning, but I would try to do it because then I fell into the idea of, well, in order to be meditating, I have to be like on a mountain somewhere in an island uh, in the middle of Utah, surrounded by rocks, uh, sitting with a shaman, uh, smoking a hookah and, and, you know, drinking some mushroom tea. My friend who later will join us on, on this podcast was telling me, no, Lucy, that's, that's not how meditation works. Meditation is you taking just a couple of minutes for yourself to breathe in, to tell the universe, help me with this and be like very specific in what you need. And the first time I tried it, it was the day my mom's first chemo session. And I'm driving over there and I'm really focused. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta be on my toes. I gotta be 
Cause you know, my mom, I got, I got to focus. I can't just be like eh, willy nilly about this. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do some intentional meditation. So I'm driving and I just said out loud, give me patience and push out the anger that's in my heart. Every time I think about the poison that's about to get into my mom's body, like make me think of that poison in a different way, please. Like just, I cannot go in there with hate. I have to go in there with positivity because this person is depending on me to be positive. And I took three deep breaths in and I was like, (sighs) and I did that three times and it didn't work. I sat there and I'm like, okay, what the, what the fuck? Like, is, aren't, isn't this like a magic pill? Like, aren't I supposed to figure this out fast? And I get to the, I get to the chemo session with my mom and she goes to her chair and they pop her with that thing in her port. And I, I excuse myself after she knocks out because they give them Benadryl. And I take a moment and I go outside and I go back to my intentional meditation moment. And this time I'm asking for patience. Because like it's it's driving me crazy that my mom is going through that moment and I and I don't know how to how to handle it. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm if 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 I'm like overreacting, if I'm being too emotional, but am I being strong enough? And then one day I get on the phone with my friend Raquel, who is a, a, a therapist and a, just a wonderful person overall. And I'm talking to Raquel about ther- about meditation and I'm like, I don't think I'm doing this right. It's not calming me down. I'm freaking out all the time. It's, you know, I don't, I talk about meditating, but I think I'm doing it wrong. And she's like, you know what your problem is? You're doing this like way wrong. Like you're just thinking about this. Like you have to be in some spa and you need to think about it and you need to like, be like in your, in your Lululemon pants. That's not how meditation is. So. Me sharing this story with you is not going to do it justice. I'm going to bring on my friend Raquel right now. And she's going to tell you guys what she said to me in order for me to achieve a cool, calm, private, hot mamacita summer. Hi. Hey, Raquel. <laughs> Welcome to the Mamacita Nika podcast. Raquel, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hi, you're welcome. Raquel, why don't you tell everybody like what you do? You don't have to tell us where you work, but you know what you're certified in that. So they don't think I'm talking to somebody who's just as insane as I am. (laughs) I am though. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And um, I currently work in a school setting and I work with amazing kids. Um, Just trying to help create some mindfulness and some zen and chill vibes for these growing minds. And um, you're one of my favorite people to talk to because we vibe on this whole other level. Um, You're the first person who's ever pointed out to me that I'm overthinking meditation. And you said it to me in the most gangster way. Can you share with everyone why people like me who are high functioning, who are going 100 miles per hour, who have our plate fools, who are caregivers, parents, or just living these busy lifestyles tend to overthink meditation and, and why we're doing it wrong. Yeah, of course. Um, and by the way, it took me <laughs> a while to figure it out too, but we're just trained to live this fast paced life. We're trained to just go, go, go all the time. And then when we talk about meditation, and of course, it's very cultural when we talk about that too, right? Some of us didn't grow up knowing that this was a thing that you could do to calm down or to just pause for a moment, you know? So when you know better, you do better. 
Mm-hmm. And it's the idea that meditation has to be this thing, you know, complete silence. You don't have complete silence when you're at home with the kids, right. you know? Um, oh, you, you know, you have to have this yeah. like, cute little pillow that you sit on and you have uh, these sounds <laughs> and this music in the back. And it's like, no, dude, it's take a minute, take a time out, whatever that looks like for you, just breathe and chill. Maybe your meditation is silence that you don't want to think about anything. Maybe your meditation is guided. You need that. Well, I've learned that intentional meditation for me works really well. And I shared with you not too long ago how I sat one day in my backyard and like tears were streaming down my face. And I literally just like looked up into the sky and I said, just just send me some help. I need some help. And the entire time, the help was in my hands. The help was my were my cousins were my cousin Stephanie and Diana and my cousin Natalie uh, my best friend Suhail obviously my husband and it's like you get you confused like you're like well they're always going to be there well then use them like that's what they're there for just like you're there for them you know and through my intentional meditation and me talking to God and me like I need help it was like something like just burst open in my mind like my third eye opened and I'm like oh here's my help you know and especially that week when my mom was doing incredibly bad like I wasn't afraid of picking up the phone and calling my cousin and asking her for help I was like are you on your way to work and my cousin Ali was like yeah I'm like you need to turn around and come to my house because I am drowning and I've never asked for her help like that I've always done stuff on my own and it's not because She's not there to help me. It's just that you take on so much and you start living this busy life that it's almost like an embarrassment to ask for help. And I think through meditation, through taking a moment for myself, I've realized the power in asking for help. And that you had the right people in your life that when it was that moment to ask for help, they were right there. They've always been there. Right. And like, what a really cool thing to do that. And I just want to point out that amongst our beautiful audience here is my own mama, Rita. And <laughs> that's my mama. And she takes time to meditate, too. And I think she was like very recent as well. And like, hold on. Let me take a moment. Let me let me relax. Mm-hmm. And she calls me sometimes. She's like, you know, I was sitting here in the silence of the house and this came to my heart. I was like, when you're go, 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 things don't come to your heart. And if they do, you're not listening. Right. You're not. In right. A- you're not listening. You're not in the moment. You're not. And I, everybody was asking me like, oh, what is this private hot mamacita summer? And I'm like, Pri- mm-hmm. private hot mamacita summer for me was I'm going to take a moment. I'm going to go be with my cousins, my children, my husband. I'm going to take a break from the news, from the social media updates. Like I need to take a break. And asking for help was part of my hot mamacita summer. Learning to celebrate the tiny wins. And that's something that I didn't realize was as important as it was as the day that my mom finished her rounds, her 12 rounds of chemo, where my husband and the kids showed up with balloons and flowers. And I thought to myself, shouldn't we celebrate when she's completely done with the infusion and the antibodies and all that? And my husband looked at me and was like, absolutely not. Your mom just rocked 12 rounds of chemo. If she could drink a bottle of tequila with me right now, we're going to drink it, you know? And if it weren't for me taking a moment, meditating, 
looking within, I wouldn't realize that celebrating that little win would help me just as much as it helped my mom that day. Her here today in my house, we were in the pool this afternoon. That's a win. That's a celebration. If, if you're listening to me right now, if you woke up this morning, that's a win. If, you know, you got your favorite Starbucks flavored coffee and the lady didn't get it wrong, the barista didn't get it wrong, that's a little win. I'm not saying to walk around with a pocket full of confetti, but damn, it feels good. It feels good to kind of celebrate the wins because I think for too long, for the past couple of years, it's just bombarded with, you've been bombarded with like negativity that I learned this summer. Okay, push out the negativity through meditation. Surround yourself with those that love and are always going to cheer you on and celebrate the tiny wins. I spent an entire four days with my cousins on vacations with our kids. And I'm still thinking about it. I got back the following day. I like felt embarrassed to share that with them. But I was like, I miss you guys. I miss you. Like I literally miss them. And it's moments like that where you have to take a moment. You have to realize what you've got and kind of thank each other for it. And, and, and thank yourself that you got through it, you know? And, and that's, that's kind of what I wanted to share with everybody today. Um, private hot mamacita summer was more about me being in tune with myself, showing myself grace, respecting my happiness, because I think that we sometimes take, take for granted the good times. Don't stop chasing that feeling of love and adventure. It's, it's like right around the corner. You just have to look for it and you'll find it within your own peace.